What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Giovanni. Hola. Oh, my God. I never thought I would say this, but it feels so good Good to be back in L.A. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was just in New York City. I love New York City. Yeah. So why are you ba- glad to be here? I'm not glad York. to be here. Wait, oh. am I glad? You said yeah. you're yeah. glad to be back in I'm L.A. I'm still sleeping because I went <laughs> to New York to do the whole, you know, I joined the Monster Products family, mm-hmm. and we had the... Um, this partnership with Rock Nation and Title, they just did this event to raise money for the people who were uh, affected by the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. So I went there and I've been working on that all week and it was just super amazing. And I love the city. The weather was nice. I was able to wear my coat. Was mm-hmm. it always cold? It was not cold, but brisky. it was- Brisky. What? Brisky. Brisk. It's just brisk. brisk. Is it's a tea. just brisk. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it was cool. It was cool, but it, it just, it was a little chilly at night, but it was nice. Weather was sunny. was beautiful. Oh. Good. So, yeah, I had a good time, but we can get into more of that. What have you been doing? Uh, Melissa I've just, Ford, that I've, is. <laughs> I've just been, you know, on my workout grind and stuff like that and just hanging out with friends. And Why did I see on your Snapchat or Instagram story that you were hanging out with a bunch of half-naked men? Like a lot. Oh, because I was running um, in Runyon Canyon. Mm. with Hino. Mm -hmm. So he's basically, you know, organized an entire group and the group, you know, week after week just seems to get bigger because, you Mm -hmm. know, he invites people to work out with him and other trainers. So it's like a free workout. Who's passing that shit up? My boy Seth said he ran into you and met you there. Hands Hands of Fury. Fury. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was going to motherfucking die. Right. I was not the first one charging up the hill. (laughs) I I was finding shade somewhere. Well, listen, I would tell you, if I was a part of that group, I'd be fucking having a hard time, too. I was dying. What are y'all doing? Not going up every week? Not going up the hill. I would have a hard time with all those half-naked people. I'm going to join y'all on the next one. No, you ain't. Yes, I am. It's Saturday at 11. Oh, a.m. Yeah. Okay. A.m., yes. Perfect. Yeah, daytime, yes. Okay, so I'll be checking your Instagram story. I got to get it. He ain't going to make it. I am. So you guys did the workout and then what? Because Hollywood, he knows since this show has followed me on Instagram and I ain't fucking with him. I ain't following him back and I ain't even responded <laughs> to his little apps and shit. Yeah. 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 No. Um, well, he was sponsored by Sweet Green. Um, Sweet Green. Sweet Green. Um, it's like the um, it's the salad spot and they also have like, you know, um, bowls and whatnot. But they're like their ingredients are like are like farmed fresh and shit like that. It's mm-hmm. really good. So after that, we got free salads. Wow. I was really excited For about that. For everybody that was in the group. Yeah. What a Like, Saturday. it was a huge group, yeah. Slave yourself up a mountain and then eat a salad. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to die. Like, the ash from the wildfires in Northern California, like, you, even though you can't see it, it is compromising the air quality here. My lungs felt like they were, like, searing, like, on fire. Wow. My allergies did not stop you know, bothering me for like three days after that. It just, it was fucked up. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do it this weekend again. Well, it's got, it, it has to be like 80 <clears throat> degrees. Cause if it was like 95 again, fuck That's that when I like to go to shit. Ryan is when it's like blazing Bitch, hot. you'll die. No. You will die. You will die. Damn, that was Listen, kind of aggressive. I know, right? <laughs> you know, you <laughs> yeah. really should start working on your uh, use of profanity. Cause for, even for me, <laughs> even for me with this show, profanity. I kind of watch some of our shows back and I go, Jason, you can be better than that. <laughs> that's hilarious okay i'll work on it well listen i, I did watch your, your instagram stories and um mm-hmm. i see you in the ring boxing and shit um you know i mean i'm it's progress focus too like really on some boxing shit i dare you to not have focus in a boxing ring you get your what you, a girl you, you'll get your ass handed to you she's she's good that's jess oh yeah wow. no tra- uh, he you know, trained some some bad women yes yeah, like bad cute. as in dope yeah, like yeah. and fierce well, scary like they'll kick Hollywood Hino if you want to sponsor uh, training me uh, hit me up 
Well, I told, listen, I told you I would do a wait off with you and we could, Hollywood, you know, if he wants to sponsor that, we could film the whole thing. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to sacrifice for the you sake do of, it? I'll do it. Oh, okay. we should do it. Let's, we, let's do yeah, it. we should make some content off of that. So we, we should, should just that all shit weigh in be before. Hilarious. I already know how much I weigh. I'm well, 253 well, I right can tell now. you right now, weigh in is not a part of the journey. We can do that <laughs> after. <laughs> you have to know what you. Because it's not really about, well, it would be in the competition. I guess it would be about the number, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course, who lost the that's most weight? Yeah, that's how, like, you know, the biggest loser is like. So you, know, you should set that up with Hollywood Hino, and we should do it. I, re- I really want to do it. Okay. Yeah. We'll create some content. Let's do it. You know, throw that shit. So know, what did you do, Gio? Uh, I have been up, up, um, I've been apartment hunting. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and mm. I hate it. It's fucking Jason Lee is hilarious. <laughs> he Why? just because you say, say so, you say so much without saying nothing at I all. Didn't say all that you said. You said, I said, what have you been doing? You said apartment hunting. I yeah. just looked at you. But you say so much without saying so nothing at all sometimes. But no, I've been apartment hunting, which is a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, you never realize how fucking expensive LA is until you got to move out on your own. So are you and your girl looking for an apartment? What'd you say? Are you and your girl looking for an apartment? Oh, you're such a good interviewer. Damn, Listen, that's wondering. a good question. Uh, I'm, I'm, looking, question. I'm looking for myself. So are you all officially separating? I mean, because there's somebody out here that wants to fuck. He you. doesn't. He, 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 uh, obviously, he doesn't want that, and he's hoping against uh, honestly, hope. But speaking it's, no, for him. Honestly, I don't. Okay, sorry. I, I, time I, be diplomatic. If I, if I, I can shit. say, I really don't know what's going on. I'm just allowing her. I'm just giving her what she wants, which is space. to be alone. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. We haven't have a. We haven't had a conversation face to face. It's just been a whole bunch of writing back and forth with letters and shit and. I'm just tired of it. I know she's tired of it, but I just hope the ultimate goal is to separate to hopefully come back together because we both have fucked up problems individually. I was going to say something's rotten in Denmark. Yeah. Well, because I, like usually like there's like a big blow up, like something happens. No, 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 not true. That's the thing about maturity, right? As you get older, I tell you when me and my ex broke up, it, that's, I told, have I told the story on mm-hmm, the show? Mm-hmm, on the show? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like a couple episodes When ago. that person said, I'm not in love with you, it just hit me at that moment when I wanted somebody to be in love with me yeah, that, that this person wasn't the one for me. Right. So it wasn't a big, like, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we did sit there and we cried a little bit because you just, I, in my mind, the, the tears are more about like, I know it's over for me. Mm. So it's not about, yeah. and once I know it's over, I don't even try to go backwards. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I mean, with me, I just, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I haven't, I don't know, man. I'm just so lost in this whole situation. It's hard for me. Some days I have good days. Some days I have bad days. You know, um, she's currently in New York right now, mm. um, visiting her family. Uh, and uh, I'm just, I'm still in the dark about a lot of stuff. So, mm. you know, I don't even know how to even react to it. I'm just trying to wait well, and hopefully see, you know, whatever happens, happens. Well, this is what I learned, especially, you know, when you're working and, out there hustling and making money and other things. There's other people out there that are waiting to fuck you anyway. That's true. And That's the last thing my mind is on. No, yeah, what I'm well. saying in terms of intimacy, right? Yeah. Because yeah, now, now that you're vulnerable, now that she's vulnerable, you both are what's called open. Mm. So now that you're open, I'm just telling you, you don't got to be looking for it, but some could just fall right in your lap. No pun intended. Do you believe in that saying? Um, it's, you know, it, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody? Nah. No. That's not true because in past relationships, I've broken up and went and fucked a million girls and that shit made it worse for me. Because because mm-hmm. I will tell you, if I did that to somebody and then they somehow did it to me, mm-hmm. I would probably lose it. But you guys are over. 
Like yeah. that's the point. Like the best way to get well, they're, over they're somebody. Not, they're not all the way over yet. They have yeah. to move and the thing, out. And then here's one mm. thing. Yeah, here's one thing I know about her. She's she's not cut from that cloth at mm. all. I I trust her so much. Like I know I've given her reason not to trust me. Yeah. But I know for a fact she's just not that type of girl at mm. all. I mean, she don't even go out. She don't drink. She's always at the house. She goes to work. She's a grandma, a so, sexy ass grandma. So are you deciding to move into your own place and then try to make it work? From a distance, or are you like moving on? Um, I don't know. She's we. There's no com. There's no communication. He's right just now. fucked up. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, just fucked up. There's no communication. I mean, like right he's now. like you know, you know, walking around with sangria and a fucking water <laughs> bottle and shit. Like he's he's fucked up right now. <laughs> well, I mean, don't turn into a wino because I would tell no, you, no, 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 as, no. as nice as she is, as much as I was happy for both of you. Um, you know, there's life after love. Yeah, absolutely. That. But I will say this: um, since then, since all of this, I have been really seeking God a lot more. I really have been really having why? some intimate here, times. Here, no, honestly, Jason, listen to me. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, okay, because like, sometimes, no, no, no. It's the it's like right after I penetrate somebody that's <laughs> never had it happen, right? <laughs> they want to go to church. No, they they want to find God and pray mm. about how they just sinned and how. No. And, I, and the thing I always tell them is, I'm gonna let you sit with that for a minute. <laughs> you gonna be all right? No, it's more with me. It's just like I like I ask God to show me where to like show me the flaws in me. Show me how I could be better. Or what I could I help could you out better. with that. You don't need God. Yeah. Shit. Well, just I, I don't know. I I'm, I can't look in the I look in the mirror and see this person I've been seeing for almost thirty two years. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm just trying to focus on me as far as like with my work. I just had two huge, huge auditions that the director and the producers requested me for. So. I'm just hoping that that goes through and I can glow up and take my mind. My, 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 my point of interest right now is to keeping myself busy because when I'm not busy, I am, it's a, it's a bad day. The minute I got out of my relationship, I launched Hollywood Unlocked. Mm-hmm. The minute. Greatness yeah. comes from heartbreak. And, but I wouldn't even say that. I think it was the, I, and I really wasn't heartbroken because I was already living and knowing that it was on its way out. It was just like, it's sort of like, there's those relationships where the person, where it just ends like somebody just got murdered. And you, yeah, you yeah uh, a breakup is like a death. No, but listen, there are different types of death. There's yeah. the instantaneous, didn't see it coming, yeah. didn't know it was going to happen. Death. That was me. That's yeah. very traumatic. That's me. And then there's the person has cancer, they're dying slow in you the hospital. Yeah. yeah, I will say, an ICU. With, with this situation, I didn't see it coming at all. It's okay. like in the movies, you driving with your girl laughing, hey, babe, and then out of nowhere, fucking semi-truck comes and... It's the goddamn car. That's how I felt. Like, I just did not see this coming. That reminded me of the movie Seven Pounds. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Oh, my God. Seven Pounds. I ain't gonna lie. My favorite movie. I won't lie. When he was in the bathtub with the damn thing Uh, and he died, I cried. It feels (laughs) like my heart is being ripped out of my fucking chest watching that movie. Gio said, calm down. (laughs) But Seven Pounds is really... Sad. It's it's one of my best oh my god, and it just doesn't let up. It's it yeah, just Melissa, keeps on we, being we get the point. <laughs> We're just drawing a connection. But to yeah, oh, but in, in, in conclusion, man, you, you know, God is good, and she's an amazing woman, and uh, I love her, and she's gonna be cool, and I'm gonna be cool. Okay, yeah. well, we wish you guys the best. Thank you. Yeah, let's get into some music, and we'll be um, right back. I need to give my update. <laughs> oh, so stay in your lane, slow it down a little bit. That's part of the reason why relationships don't work these days, because women always doing so fucking much. And then what happened? They calling me. <laughs> Wait. 
I'm just saying, like, I wish, I wish you women would help me out a little bit. Like, I can't deal with the amount of men I have to deal with these days because you all are always rushing them here and there and buy me this, buy me that. See, I'm just easy breezy. Where you want to eat, where you want to shop, what size shoe you wear. I am the easiest woman to deal with. <laughs> can, I I get, am, can I get to my I'm so low recap? maintenance. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. Do I have permission to talk yes. about what I did? Yes. yes. I ain't seen or, do, or do we want to get to some music that ain't ready? Anyway? No. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the past week I've been in New York City, like I said. I have to tell you, Tidal and Rock Nation is a machine. Those are machines that are just, it's so amazing to see Jay-Z's journey from where he's come, uh-huh. from in Marcy, mm-hmm. then an artist, and mm-hmm. then all of that. And, of course, Beyonce's husband, which is just phenomenally, incredibly confusing at times. Mm-hmm. Because he's, I, it should be me. That should have been the one that saved me from the community. You should have been, been with in. Beyonce, of course. Hilarious. This is I just feel joke. like we've posed the question on the show. Yeah, it was just if a you, joke. Okay, I was. I, it's a joke. I take it seriously okay. when you talk about Beyonce. It's a joke. But she was in the building and I didn't see her. I was in the room with Cardi B, talking to Cardi, and mm-hmm. just kind of hanging out and just lost sight of the fact that I was in the area she was in. Mm-hmm. So I came out, went over, went over to J Lo's room, was waiting to talk to her. And then something happened where some shit went down in the hallway where they had to clear it out. And then all of a sudden I was out of the hallway and then I went and watched the show and Beyonce was coming right behind me. Mm. So I missed she her. Perform? She didn't perform. Cardi B performed though. Cardi B performed. She only performed Bodak Yellow, killed it. Everybody showed her love. She was cool. It was good to see her for a little bit. I'm just proud she's still growing. She has a new single out where mm-hmm. she talks about her pussy popping on the charts and all that type shit. No mm-hmm. limit with G-Eazy and Yeah, so I mean, I'm happy for her, but I mean, everybody was there. I didn't get to see J-Lo on stage. I watched her backstage on the screen, mm-hmm. and then I saw Jay, but I didn't see Stevie. I just, <clears throat> I'm a Stevie Wonder fan, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sit and watch Stevie Wonder in concert. Mm-hmm. I would. He just performed at the Soho House randomly. Okay, Soho House, you could sit around a bar, a couple of drinks, one thing. Sitting in the Barclays after having watched 43 performers all Jesus day, running Christ. around, feet hurting, tired, no sleep. Mm. Stevie, I'm out. Mm. <laughs> so Mac- I didn't see Stevie. Tristan McWiles performed, right? I did. I saw him backstage. We talked for a little bit. So he's like, what you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm here with Monster. So we talked and he did some drops for us and um, Iggy Azalea, I was able to talk to her that. for mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. She's actually really cool. I told her, I said, you get a bad rap with the Black Blocks. Right. You know, people, you know, for whatever reason, like I just feel like our the appropriation com- of, of black culture. It's not even That's that. It's problem. just like we so fast to call everybody out on their shit when we got a lot of shit we got to get together too. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you just turn a blind eye to addressing things that matter, but like if a woman wants to rap and she's white, whether it's Chanel West Coast or Iggy Azalea, who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? And because mm-hmm. she's not. I mean, I don't know. If I'm missing something, please tell me. But because she's not out there with the Black Lives Matter flag, all of a sudden she's no longer a legitimate artist. I just, I don't think it's always fair. Mm. So I just said to her, look, it's good to see you. Hopefully we can work with you. And don't order, order Papa John's anymore. <laughs> she, th- she thick. She thick. Wow. She, I like she's her. very pretty and very nice, too. Yeah. He said she thick. So she, um, you know, the Papa John's, she called. He had her number. And the guy, the delivery guy kept her number, was calling her back and all that. I did not know that. So she said, nah, I use Postmates now. <laughs> oh, wow. But it was good seeing her, and it was good to see that they raised so much money and awareness for the families that are affected by it. all the hurricanes. And yeah, because the government's not doing shit for them. Let's get into this bullshit. What's popping, Melissa? Um, well, there's been a lot going on um, <laughs> this week. Uh, Michelle Williams opens up about having suicidal thoughts while she was with... Destiny's Child, which is really interesting because you would think Michelle Williams, Beyonce, Kelly Rowland on stage around the world, fans, you know, loving them. 
you'd think that this would be the highlight of her life. The you fans would, don't love her like that. No, I know. I, I, I look. If we're good, are we comparing her to Beyonce right now? Because we're, we're not. Can you be a little sensitive? God damn it, Jason. Wait, wait, listen. listen. Let, can I get what? I, I just showed up to do my job today. I'm saying that Fine. if you think about it, no member in Destiny's Child. Outside of Kelly and Beyonce, no, it's irrelevant. <laughs> so fuck No, up. first of all, I always used to call them Beyonce and them, but, the, the, and I love Kelly. Like, Kelly will be at brunch this Sunday mm-hmm. at the Four Seasons around 1130. Mm-hmm. She's just there every Sunday. But no, I love Kelly. She's a sweetheart, so I'm not, I'm not dissing her. Michelle Williams has just always been kind of like that foster kid that just, you want to go away, but you know she's assigned by the state and got to be there for until she's 18. Terrible. You're just terrible. No, I mean... I don't look at Michelle Williams as a member of Destiny Show. I look at her as a background singer who filled in and didn't go away. Okay. A glorified background she, singer. She's a singer with a permanent per diem. Well, there is a lot of people who think that, who feel she, otherwise, that she is a member of Destiny's Child. Um, she went on to have a very successful um, gospel music career afterwards. She won a stellar award and then they let Beyonce come and perform with her. Okay. Anyways. This is a, the moral of this story is just be, first of all, all the glitters first, first isn't all, gold, kids. First of all, you should stop laughing because we're talking about a suicide attempt. I, I'm gonna fucking punch you. you. I'm Why? fighting. So, I'm fighting you after school. Why? I because you're such a shit disturber. No, let her live in her glory, Michelle. We love you. No, no, that's, no, that, no. I don't what? love. I don't know her. I don't know her. That, like that. is the moral. You of don't know this, Beyonce either. I know Beyonce. This Hilarious. is the moral of the story: is that you can look at somebody's life from the outside looking in. It looks like it's perfect, mm-hmm. and it's not. She suffered from some very from real depression. She thought about suicide. She talked to Matthew Knowles, and he was like, basically, like, what the fuck you got to cry about? You just signed a multi million dollar deal. It's mm-hmm. not about the money. Sometimes it's like. Listen, you know, I understand. Lord only knows what she was going through. I understand through. depression. You know, I've had a lot of my own challenges this year, and I'm. And Some well, people just don't deal with fame very well. Shit, most of my shit that I've had to deal with has happened when things are good, because as things get better, there's mm-hmm. more pressure on you, and so so I get all that. Mm-hmm. Not making fun of her uh, at all because of the suicide stuff. So you know, but we have to we have to all keep it real too. We can't say things about people when they're going through hard times. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we love Michelle Williams. We know damn well you don't own a Michelle Williams CD. I do not. You ain't never downloaded it. And I will tell you right now. I if promise she, you I have if not. If she would have fell off the stage. I am not a gospel. You remember I, 106 and Park? If she would have she fell, fell off the stage during the Super Bowl performance, your eyes still would have been on Beyonce. You wish she, so, she, wish she fell on 106 and Park and Beyonce just looked at her. Beyonce looked the same way I did. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but I mean, all the, she she blocked me from Instagram, so she ain't gonna see it anyway. Who? Who Michelle Williams? Yeah. What Why? did you say to Michelle she, Williams? She ain't, no, she ain't no Christian. Christians don't block people on Instagram. <laughs> oh my god! So I have a problem with that. So I'm telling the Church of God in Christ right now. Oh Kojic, my! Revoke that pass, Kojic. But anyway, shout out to her. Hopefully, the girl don't kill herself because she still got more. She's records. fine. This was, yeah, this she's was in the fine past. now. This is in the past. She just wanted to. Well, she getting dicked down now, so I know she's happy. And her boyfriend ain't that bad looking. Her fiance is very attractive. Yeah, damn. I'm, I am very happy for her. Yes, that she's moved past that you know dark period in her life um yeah all right well speaking of dark hazel he's had a lot to say about black bitches go ahead oh, shit. <laughs> my god um okay well you and i were both getting hit over the head with like you know ats and mentions and stuff like that because of you know her recent comments so for anybody who's been living under a rock um erica adams aka hazel e who is on love and hip-hop hollywood um she got into a little 
Twitter, no, Instagram beef with Jess Hilarious, mm -hmm. who is a comedian um, from Baltimore. And wilding out all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that should have been her first, you know, that should have been the first reason why she stopped. She's Jess is from Baltimore. I am not messing with chicks from the DMV. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, because they. Can we just get into what the hell she okay. did? Okay, anyway. So, okay. anyways. <laughs> um, her and Jess ended up having an Instagram beef in order to retaliate to Jess and the comments that she was making insinuating that her boyfriend um, Hazel's boyfriend Rose Burgundy is gay which a lot of people do think so um, she posts a picture of her with her son and basically in the process of insulting her insult every black woman on the planet by calling her a uh, black, what is it? A black monkey dark butt <laughs> or something like that. Um, called her son gay, her five year old son oh, gay. Oh, no. So you can't um, fuck with kids. Yeah, she, that, that, she didn't get that memo. Um, and, uh, and then she basically went on to include another Instagram uh, post that included the faces of other cast members who are darker complected and went on to say that they were jealous of her light, pretty ass. And called them dark butts as well. And then said something about women being jealous because they couldn't pass the paper bag test. I what the fuck is a paper bag test? Okay, I'm going to need everybody to Google. It's your friend. If you have a question, throw it into a Google search, please. No, because Google will make you self-diagnose yourself. Fucker. You look at a... Um, quit cussing so much. Sorry, Jesus. but sh it's damn it. It's when you take a brown paper bag and you do the test next to someone's skin. So yeah. if you're darker than that, she's basically saying that's less than. No, yeah, exactly. It's basically like it was a form to racially discriminate and keep the you know darker-complected black folks in the field and light ones could be like you know the house hoe and so, mistress so and whatnot. So back to the point. Rose Burgundy then put out a. So statement. then Rose Burgundy puts out a picture burning the rainbow flag and basically says death to all homosexuals. And Hazel then comments on that and saying burn in hell, um, like God said in the Bible. I'm like, I'm sorry. Last last time I checked, did God write the Bible? I I didn't get that memo. Um, and suddenly you're a Christian. All right, girl. So then she puts out pictures of her family, you know, to show that she has dark complected family members, like every white person who says I have black friends, but still has. She you know. put up one of my writers, too. Did she really? Yeah. I can't. <laughs> well, the Internet has had a field day with her. Um, they shoe dazzle. She had a deal with them. She said it was like a million dollar or billion dollar deal with shoe dazzle. I don't know, whatever. Um, that seems to be over because shoe dazzles mentions were a fucking shambles, wow. shambles. VH one mentions shambles. Mona Scott's mentions shambles. They were. Well, and mine. So let me, your, just, your mentions, me just, my mentions. Let me just respond and get out the way if I can without, yeah. you know, Okay, so everybody's been hitting me up and wanting me to respond. And what I think is interesting is that people are going to probably be surprised at my response. Okay. One, I don't believe in, I believe that karma has found Hazel E. I don't need to jump up and down on Hazel E. I don't need to condemn her. I don't need to shit on her. I don't need to take this as an opportunity to be vindicated because I really feel like, one, when it all was going down, I wasn't really tuned in because I was doing mm -hmm. some other shit. Mm -hmm. But I was seeing all the messages and I just saw my Instagram and all these comments. When I was on the show and I was sitting across from her and she said what she said to me, mm -hmm. I, the reaction that you all are collectively doing online, I did it in person mm -hmm. because that's how I felt at the time. Mm -hmm. When I met those two kids who said to me, you're my hero because we want to kill ourselves when people make fun of us for being gay. Mm -hmm. 
I knew how that felt. It hit me. It hit me personally, and I understood my responsibility to not lash out or use my platform recklessly. That's why I haven't said anything yet. Yeah. When it all happened, and I saw what was happening. I was able to get it all because mm-hmm. I, I finally tuned in. I called Hazel directly, mm-hmm. and I put. She put me on speaker for for her and Rose, and they were you know going off and about whatever they were going through. I said, first of all, put in, get off Instagram. Just get off Instagram. Mm-hmm. Just get off Instagram because everything you're doing right now is spewing hate mm-hmm. and it's not going to be positive and you're going to get beat for this. Like it's going to like this shit, the lashback. Did you see the get. Uncle Ruckus Wait, post? Wait, but let me finish okay. my point. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck about the memes and all that shit. I saw all the posts and I saw, one, yeah. I've seen it all. Yeah. It's just, it's emotionally draining to yeah. see it all. Yeah. What I saw in it was a couple of things. One. Oprah said, when people show you who they are the first time, believe believe them. them. You don't have to keep seeing it over and over and over to see what it is. Mm. She sat here and did an interview and I asked her, if you had a chance to do this over again, would you? She said, no. Mm -hmm. Would you do it differently? She Mm -hmm. said, no. Mm -hmm. She also said that when I get attacked, I lash out and I destroy everything on my path. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. So why everybody's surprised is surprising. And the thing that's so interesting to me is for one whole year, I was the most demonized mm-hmm. person on Love & Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. The man who threw the drink heard around the world. The mm-hmm. guy, the messy this, the this, that, or whatever. Because nobody could actually put themselves in a gay person's shoes mm-hmm. who, who, for me, I've never lived in fear. I've mm-hmm. never lived in being discriminated against. I'm not afraid of nobody. Mm-hmm. But I feel for people and I have compassion for people that do. Right. So when I reacted, it wasn't because of what she did to me. It was yeah. because of what she was doing to my friend. Right. So when I look at all this going down. Which and now, was attempting to out them, and now just so see, everybody knows. And now when I see everybody reacting, it's just like, oh, now I'm the hero. Yeah. Because I did then yeah. to somebody what I knew then. Yeah. What, I'm, what you guys want to do to her now. Yeah. So I had a reaction that, you know, I condemned the behavior to her. I condemned the behavior to him. And I'd mm-hmm. condemn it publicly because mm-hmm. I believe that, one, people should be allowed to experience their selves sexually however they want and mm-hmm. live however they want and mm-hmm. marry whoever they want and be in love with whoever they want without anybody having an opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't look at anybody as the bedroom police and see who's sleeping with who, who's where, who, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just don't do that. Why? Because I'm trying to do real shit, like fall in love myself and yeah. be successful. Yeah. The thing that I will say that with Rose is what he felt whether it's true or not, is what my friend felt. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this experience with Hazel's man has humbled her to see see what your man felt yeah. and see what your household is going through. Yeah, That's what they were going through. Yeah, And they were going through it in a much more public way because of who they are as a public person. Mm-hmm. And so I still haven't even talked to that person since all that went down. Mm-hmm. So I had that reaction. But I also had a couple other reactions too. The people who tried to outrose, I think that's equally as disgusting. We can't live in a culture where you can monopolize the gay community and use them us as a checker or chess pawn in your game to diminish somebody or devalue or emasculate because you want to win a point. Right. Like I told Hazel and, and Jess, uh, Hazel and uh, Rose, Jess is an online sensation. She mm-hmm. works in that lane. If she mm-hmm. was a boxer, she'd box in a ring. She mm-hmm. works on the internet. Mm-hmm. You're not going to beat her there. Right. So leave it alone. Yeah. But to Jess and to everybody else in the gay boy who made this allegation, whether it's true or not true, I condemn that too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, BET, are you employing Jess as a person who outs people? Mm. Are you employing somebody who thinks it's okay to drag the gay community and all the suffering that gay people go through and the struggle that those two boys that talk to me go through? Is it okay to drag them into it because you want to win a fight? No. Mm. So I look at it from a perspective of, one... 
I choose to be happy. I choose to be successful and I choose to rise above the bullshit. So I'm not going to get online and get into that fight. Mm-hmm. I condemned it with them directly. I would condemn it here. But for all of them involved, they should all be ashamed of themselves. Right. And then as far as not going to hell and burn it, burning in hell and all this and that, you know, I know the God that I serve. So I don't have to worry about that. But I will say, I thought it was really interesting how, and this is why for those people who do want to be on TV or have aspirations to be famous and all that, that shit ain't real because the minute they hate you, one minute they hate you and want to cut your dick off and get your ass whipped the mm-hmm. world star, the next minute you're their hero. Yeah. And I don't want to subscribe to any of it. People have very, very, very selective fucking memories. But I mean, going That's back true. to what you were saying, you know, believe, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. I knew back when, in 2008, I'll never forget when she decided she wanted to be a rapper, what she said to me. I can't wait till I'm famous so I can act like an asshole. Fame only enhances and money only enhances who you truly are, what your character is. None of this surprises me whatsoever. And, you know, everybody's up in arms about her comments in regards to the LGBT community, which were foul and fucked up. Absolutely. But lest we forget the comments that she made about black women. We already have enough divisiveness in this country being, you know, the, the, the leader of the free country being at the helm of that ship. We don't need any more, especially as women. We have enough fucking issues as it is for her to like make a comment about the paper bag test was just, was really just shocking. Like that was just kind of shocking to me. Okay, you're fine. You're talking about dark skin girls, whatever. But that one, I was like, wow, she just, she, she, I don't know. I, amen and hallelujah. Wow. Yeah. Guess we're going to close the door on that. In other news. (laughs) In other news. um, So Black China suing the Kardashians. Hilarious. Did did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about it. Okay. Well, she basically is blaming them for, you know, her show coming to an end. Um, And I was like, uh, doesn't the fact that you didn't want to be with Rob anymore and you started dating other men have something to do with the show falling apart? I don't know. Listen, I don't <laughs> know what's going on in the China world. Uh, I, you know, I'm sub- I'm waiting on my China interview. I've been told that I'm going to get an interview with Black China and I'm waiting for it. You know, people have criticized me because uh, I got a call I wasn't prepared for and she was on the line and she was explaining why she's blocked Hollywood and locked to this or whatever. I don't care about that. Black China is not my friend. Um, I don't hate Black China. I just don't like anybody that don't respect me and my team. So mm-hmm. if China wants to talk and do this interview, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know my affection for the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, I've heard through the grapevine what happened was is Chris and them, Chris Jenner and them were on the show talking about how they were not going to move forward with another season because mm-hmm. of what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're trying to draw the connection between her having an opportunity to do another show and then the Kardashians sabotaging it. Cause they sat around in a room cause they're all executive producers mm-hmm. and basically said, nah, we ain't doing that. Right. But I feel like if you fuck over my family, why should I bring you, why should I bring you back and put more money in your pockets? Exactly. They built the brand. Yeah. What do you think? Huge brand. I no, I agree with that. I mean, like if, you know, from like an executive production standpoint, if I'm an executive producer looking at it strategically, it was super duper off brand. It just was to begin with. And then all of the, you know, personal issues that they started to um, started to have with one another. I mean, it was just it's red. It's, you know, just just shoot the damn dog. It's got rabies anyways. <laughs> yeah. Black you China. Know? 
You got your money, you got your fame, you got what you needed and wanted out of this situation. Let, so let me tell you something. Fame on. is a hell of a drug. People, just, they want it and they want it and they don't understand what it comes with. Damn, well, she let me really came you. into this situation with a game plan. And we've said this before. And she like, achieved it. Let's be clear. I don't care for fame. I. It was funny. When I went shopping in New York, I went to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of us in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And... I sometimes forget about loving hip hop because I don't. It's a job. Like the job is over. I'm on mm-hmm, the Hollywood mm-hmm, Unlocked. And mm-hmm, thankfully, mm-hmm. a lot of people see the show and see our, yeah. you know, the Hollywood Unlocked or whatever. But, um, you know, people are coming up to me and having their fan moment and all that. And that was kind of cute. But for me, I don't care about being a reality star, or being famous. I want to be successful. I understand with success comes influence and influence comes some type of recognition or fame or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I also understand that at night fame, you know, fame is not always the most comforting gift. No. Right. And to not be able to go anywhere, to have to wonder if you've wore, I've wore this shirt again. I woke up this morning, you know, I had the whole debate. <laughs> Should I wear this shirt? Cause I've already worn it. I said, fuck it. I'm gonna wear it because real people wear shit more than once. Mm-hmm. I don't want that shit. Fame is a pain in the ass. I've always said it. Fame is the worst when you're broke, too. Mm. Uh, trying to keep up appearances, mm. it's fucking worst. Mm. I can't. It'll make you make some really stupid decisions and compromise yourself. Yeah, like, I mean, this is L.A. You see this every time you turn around on every corner. So. Especially when you see somebody that used to be super huge end up on one of these uh, <laughs> infomercials. Mm. Like I know Shaquille O'Neal is super rich, but when I see him in them American General commercial, I'm like, yo, why? Oh, no, no, he's no, get, no, he's, no, he's getting money. No, no, that's those not are, that's, those that's are not endorsements. the same. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking that's about the they're talking about like when you see In Vogue at yeah. the, at the mall. Yeah, they exactly. Were out, they were on top of the world and made no money, and now they all ain't got nothing. Exactly that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, could you imagine? F- well, never mind. <laughs> 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 okay, so Colin Kaepernick has uh, filed a lawsuit against the NFL. I think that it's about time, honestly. His lawyer is Mark Garagos, um, who at one point represented Michael Jackson. And Chris Brown. And Chris Brown. uh, uh Uh-huh. And so they filed um, a lawsuit against the NFL and the NFL owners for collusion, for basically depriving him of his rights to employment based on his advocacy um, and leadership, you know, as in regards to, you know, just uh, his advocacy for social justice. I think I hope he wins a fuckload of money. Me too. Well, I've always said when he was taking the knee and the whole world was taking the knee and doing all this symbolic stuff that it was great, you know, and you you take the knee and you do all of that kind of stuff for um, bringing recognition, you know, rec- recognition or attention to an issue. Mm-hmm. But then there has to be a call to action. The mm-hmm. call to action should have been we're going to continue taking the knee until Colin is back on the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the call to action. Right. There's enough people that have the power to make this happen. Yeah. But, because, yeah. but go ahead. I'm just saying like, yeah, if enough, if, if, ah, if enough people really just really stay adamant with that, you can't have a football game if no players are on the field. Exactly. So that, that I agree with you on that. It's, it, it, it's been difficult to watch because, you know, in reality, just by looking at everything, it's, you're exactly right. There is no game without the players. So if all the players came together, cohesively had this, you know, the call to action. Well, and that's what a union's for. That's why they have the Players Association. They yeah. just had this big joint meeting, right? Right. Where the players and the owners got together. Yeah. So the slaves and the slave masters yeah. got in the room. <laughs> yes. And Colin's still unemployed. It's called, it's called the collective bargaining agreement. And so the... The reason why his lawsuit has merit is because nowhere in the collective bargaining agreement does it say that players have to. It is it have to stand for the anthem. They don't have to. So, you know, and it's just it's it, it it is it is collusion, you know, and it's like it's frustrating because, you know, 
football's becoming really politicized. It's not even fun to watch it anymore. Yeah, I don't watch. I used to be an avid football fan, mm-hmm. but I couldn't care less because it just feels like, yeah, this is bullshit. It's like completely and totally fake. And it's like, and what irritates me most is the fact that Colin Kaepernick, in order to try to find a balance to be respectful to the American flag and to veterans who have fought in, you know, foreign wars, he, tr- he asked the veteran, what is the way that I can protest in a form that will, you know, maintain my respect for you, but also show my, show the fact that I'm protesting. The veteran is the one that said, take the knee. So why is it, it the whole thing is just. Because been- he's black. Yeah, no, I know. I don't know why you guys, every week we come here, y'all get surprised <laughs> that shit's happening to niggas. <laughs> okay. What do you think would happen wait, if that was a white wait, boy? Wait, listen, it wouldn't be happening. You know why? Because they would have said he was tired. The white boy would still said, have a job. They would have said he had arthritis or they would have said. That arthritis he, in the NFL. No, I'm just saying like, listen, <laughs> listen. Black people have to understand something. When you walk in a room with people who are not black, and it's not all of them, but it's probably more than half, mm-hmm. feel just just because of the heritage and the upbringings and the whatevers that they are more than you. Mm. That is just real. My mom is white. Everybody say, oh, she say, I ain't, I ain't racist because I love black men. But she's called me a nigger when I was a kid. Mm. <laughs> not nigger. Nigger, nigger. Yeah. should have never fucked your black ass daddy, you piece of shit, nigger. <laughs> Damn, oh my God, that that and, and, and that was and that was from a woman taking all kinds of black dick. Okay, <laughs> rest in peace to my mama. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I hope Colin Kaepernick finds his way back on that field. But the point is, for I don't think he related, wants wait, to wait, anymore. Wait, wait, wait. For the point is, this listen. The bigger lesson is, it's bigger than Colin Kaepernick. It's all of us understanding the power of the black dollar. Mm-hmm. It's all of us understanding that if you do have friends that are not black, and I have a lot of friends that are not black. And I say friends loosely. I know people. I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of fucking friends. I'm not that social these days. Mm-hmm. Take your time to really educate them on how they can help this message be a part of their life mm-hmm. and taking our message. And because when white people talk to other white people, that shit comes across a whole different way than when mm-hmm. a black person talks to a white person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even on no super racist shit, but I just feel like we're sitting here. Are we really living in America where a motherfucking racist is running the country and where all of these Old white men with all their black players haven't called each other on the phone and say, yo, man, we better put a nigga back in the game because this shit's getting real. Why mm. is that not happening? I don't know. Well, we own because some of that. Because racists have been emboldened. And we own some of that because mm-hmm. we're too afraid to unite. We're too afraid to lose the affection of mainstream media or the billion dollar crew uh, to take a step out. And that's why, you know what, I will always, I was telling somebody in New York the other day when they were telling me about how I shouldn't be mad at Mona Scott because she's a black woman and black women in TV, blah, blah, blah. Listen, she ain't Shonda Rhimes. She's mm. she's successful at what she does, mm. but she's human too. Mm-hmm. And I look at Mona like a peer. She's more successful than me in TV. I'm more successful than her in digital. Mm-hmm. I look at her as a peer. I don't look at her as being better than me. And I'm not going to shit on her for the accomplishments that she's made, but just like her and just like the slave owners, they're the same fucking people. Mm. The way she treats the castle of and hip hop with these little bones and these little trinkets that she gives them mm-hmm. and then says, well, I gave you the platform. The yeah. platform didn't pay that fucking rent. Yeah. You didn't really help promote the brand. Listen, right. They're all all these people get to a place of complacency for us with the NFL with Colin. It just happens to be because he's a nigga who stood up for what he believed in. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway. Oh, OK. Well, so what was the question on that? Did we have a question? Yeah. Well, how far are you willing to go to fight for what you believe in? And do you think that Colin has a strong case? I do. 
I remember when I worked uh, at the probation office years ago mm-hmm. and they dressed up the kids in the non-max unit as killers for Halloween and put masks on them, chained them up and had them go round and round passing out candy like a joke. Right. And they took pictures of them and put on the system. I took the pictures because I felt it was wrong and I mailed it to the chief of the Juvenile Justice Commission. Yeah. Long story short, I ended up getting fired from my job for doing that. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. How do you dress somebody up as a killer? Like Mike Myers type killer? Put them in an oh. orange jumpsuit. So the orange jumpsuits were just for when you transported maximum security kids to downtown court. Okay. You never put a kid in that outfit for any other reason. Yeah. They took a little kid from the minor unit mm-hmm. and dressed them up like in the orange jumpsuit mm-hmm. with shackles and chains and handcuffs and put a mask on them. And then gave them a, a, a Halloween bag and took them around to the units passing out candy during Halloween. They thought it was funny. I thought it was humiliating. I, first of all, every time you actually put handcuffs on a kid, you got to write a report. Right. They weren't doing none of that. They were taking pictures of them. I mean, it was really embarrassing. So I, I sent a complaint because I felt like somebody got to stick up for these kids. Mm-hmm. I got fired for that. Mm. For standing up. Because standing up for your rights, sometimes people are afraid to do that. Because even with the Whistleblower Protection Act and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's do you want to jeopardize your livelihood and ability to provide for your family to stand up for what's right or just go along to get along? It takes a fucking it takes courage to stick up for yourself. It does. does. And for others. It does. It does. It does. Kudos to um, Colin, because, you know, there's there's I've watched his protests, you know, since he first started doing it. And oftentimes I just I wondered, like, you know. I wondered what was like completely on his mind, like how he fixed it to just, you know, be completely determined and not be, you know, not be shook by the inevitable, which is what he's experiencing now and the and how villainized he became. I don't know. Kudos to him. Well, I, I remember when he first started taking a knee, I wanted to get in touch with him. So I was going to ask Gloria Govan to give me his number, but I felt like that would be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask We're Nick. not going to ask Gloria. Just ask Nick. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so the, the FDA claims that condoms are now too big for American men. <laughs> Why is that? Does that does that mean like the size of American men's dicks are shrinking? Uh, I, according to the Daily Mail, the average size of a condom is six point six point six nine inches, and American men are saying the condoms are too big and keep sliding off. Listen, <laughs> wait, is that in width or in length? <laughs> length. Uh, yeah, length. Listen, them condoms that they give out the STD clinic, them joints is the worst. They don't fit at all. I don't so. go to private clinics. Mm. You don't go to private clinics? No. I go to Kaiser. <laughs> Permanent thing. What, do you, can you imagine if I walked into Planned Parenthood and like sat down? They would. I would get on Instagram in a minute. <laughs> Up, Jason Lee Hollywood. Exactly. In a study from Indiana University, the, the average penis size is 5.57 inches, meaning it's shorter than the standard condom size. That's just fucking depressing. But Sorry, is that real though? Like, I'm throwing that shit back. Where, where, where do these studies come from? Like who's sitting around measuring dicks all over the country? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like when I see the the American poll said they never they didn't ask I'd me. I really like that job. Really, I to really, go measure dicks all over the world. I would because my facial expressions would. You probably, wouldn't go around measuring penis. No, you're right. Day. I wouldn't. I don't know. It's just in a different world, a different lifetime. Maybe. Um, I think it's bad that there's a lot of penises in this country giving permanent gonorrhea now. What you heard about that? Oh yeah, yeah. There's um there's a strain of gonorrhea that is like a you know. Strain. Yeah, that's like it's it's immune to. Um, is it strain or strand? Strand. Str- no, it's a strain. Strand. It's a. Sh- no, it's a strain. Are you it's sure? Strand. Yeah. Strand. I think it's a strand. I think it's a strain. No, it's a strain. 
Are you sure? Shut the fuck up, Gio. You're going from strand to strand. And, and tranny titties, stop <laughs> fucking talking. <laughs> it's a strain. Okay. So yeah. HIV, there's strains of HIV or strands. Mm-hmm. Strain. Okay. Yeah. I think it's strand, but continue. I don't, it doesn't matter what you Can think, Can I just tell you that I took a nap yesterday that felt so good that I just thought about it right now and I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> like that nap, you know the nap where like my body was so exhausted that literally when I laid down, uh-huh. my bed was the perfect temperature. I turned on Wendy Williams to catch up. Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole's album's oh, out Oh yeah, today. she was on that mm-hmm. performance. Shout out Shout Keisha. Out to Keisha. She looked good. And uh, I laid in that bed and I literally turned off my phones for the first time, turned them completely off and just melted into my Tempur-Pedic bed or whatever that fucking mattress Oh, that feels so good. I yeah. love that. I what kind of hours. strand is it? That was a nigga need to take your ass sleep strain. <laughs> mm. All right. What's it's, going on with Rihanna? It's strange, what's going but, on with Rihanna? Um, so Rihanna has been uh, promoting her Fenty University line. And uh, she was asked um, advice to young girls who are trying to remain fashionable um, while finding clothes that fit their body. So she started talking about the fact that she has her weight has fluctu- uh, fluctuated. Um, and she said, one day I can literally fit into something that is bodycon, and then the next day I need something oversized. I need a little crop here, a little high-waisted thing, you know, there and whatnot. But she's definitely not apologetic at all. She's loving her curves like the rest but of us are. But she still got abs, though. That's what's crazy. Um, You know what's so funny? Look, everybody... <sighs> There's angles. There's shadowing. Like one day from the next, she's going to look. I understand what no, she's going to say. No, I'm not. I am, no, I'm not fucking I'm hating fucking on her. I'm talking, I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about myself, you know, yeah. as well. I'm including myself in that. One day from the next, somebody will look four months pregnant and then they'll look fucking emaciated. Well, well, listen, it depends emaciated. on. I have emaciated. Le- I have, yes. I have learned. Layering and jackets and all black. So sometimes I trick myself to thinking I lost some weight, so I put on a different <laughs> outfit. That's true. So I mean, I've had my own struggles, and but it's not for anything other than like I'm a stress. First of all, I don't even eat all throughout the day. I've mm-hmm. eaten once today. What time is it? It is now three thirty. Mm-hmm. I've eaten once. You're mm-hmm. supposed to eat like six meals, five six meals a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to call Chef Amira. Mm. It's yeah, just she I cut her just finger being, off. She didn't cut it off. She cut it pretty deep though. But I have to get to a more, a more like continuous and consistent, consistent. Mm-hmm. program, and mm-hmm. that's really all it is. Yeah, yeah me and too. then you can't eat boa every day and katsuya every day. I thought you said you can't eat boy every day. I was like, <laughs> well, <geez. laughs> I was gonna be like, when did that happen? Well, as long as Orbits.com is working, and I can get them on a plane. I could. Oh, oh man, I am hard up. Anyways, so um, pause, 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 yeah, pause. fuck. <laughs> anyway, but I will um, say, having seen Rihanna recently, she looks beautiful. Yeah, I mean, having seen her at a party, and I mean, I actually literally was watching her and watching her turn and her whole body. I mean, mm-hmm. she did have a dress on that I could tell. To, from what she said, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hit some of those curves, or whatever. But she looked great. She's yeah. and she's fucking Rihanna. Nobody's <laughs> kicking her out of bed for eating crackers. Not a damn, not Nobody. one damn person. She, you can eat the crackers in the bed. That that's what I just said. Oh yeah. God, was, I didn't, go I, back to I sleep. Was watching, you. Speaking of Rihanna, <laughs> I was watching Chris Brown the other night. Uh huh. <laughs> I was watching Chris Brown the other night at the title event in mm-hmm. in New York. He performed before J Lo. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh. he performed before DJ Khaled, but he. Uh, how do you do? He's he's just a superstar. Yeah, you know, like as much as I as much as I've like become less of a Chris Brown cheerleader and really supporting him and rooting him on because mm-hmm. I'm off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will say that you know watching him perform, he's undeniably a superstar. I mean, he got that music thing is 
on lock. Mm-hmm. I don't like them Travis Scott braids he got though. He need to cut that shit the fuck off. Wait. He got Travis Scott braids. I don't like him. He be it look he, like he, he changed his hair so much. Look, but damn, he got. Look, I just saw him at Usher's thing. He didn't have no braids. Well, maybe he got some weave over the weekend, but he looked like he came straight out of somebody's garbage can with that shit. I do not like not them gonna, either. First, I still, I still hit it though. No. Nah. Hey man, we are not gonna talk okay. about Chris Brown in that facet. All, all <laughs> Wait, fashion. Is that a word? In that fashion. fashion. Yes. Fashion. Oh, that facet. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't hit it. I, I wouldn't hit Chris. He's just, he's the homie. I'm just, he ain't even a homie. He just, we. I don't even know what we are. <laughs> I was literally saying to myself, if I'm, because I'm backstage. I mm-hmm. wasn't backstage restricted either. I was all over. I was thinking. If I walk and bump into Chris Brown, what on? is going to happen? Mm. Thankfully, I didn't see him. But I did run into Omari Hardwick, who told me to tell you hello. Omari what? Hardwick. Oh, hi. Hey. Are yeah. you awake? You awake? Yeah, no, no, Go no. back to sleep. Fuck you. Anyway, I ran into Omari Hardwick, and he told me to tell you hello. I love Omari. Omari's from Ghost, right? Yeah, he's, he's Ghost from, from Power. Power. Got you. Yeah. He's super so, dope. So uh, he, I told him we've been waiting on him to come on the show. So he said he knows Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, we've ended up doing like a, quite a few panels together. You know, he's super, super, super smart. I heard, is he short? He's mm, no, uh, not really. About six foot, maybe. Yeah, about the six foot mark. Five eleven, six feet. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Super right. nice. Super nice. Um, okay. So Trump um, has given a couple of uh, public addresses. We'll get to the you know one with the governor from Puerto Rico in a second. But did you see the one where Melania was standing next to him? <laughs> did you her. see that, Jason? Because I yes. know you've been really busy. Yeah, the one where they're now saying that's not her. A double. It wasn't her. Are you sure? It 100% Chloe was Kardashian, not her. Khloe Kardashian doesn't like many of our posts, but she liked that one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't her. I, w- I was studying that woman. Different lips, different jaw. That was the her. hair was there's different. There's no the way. No, no way. Michael used to have doubles all Wait, the time. There's no way the president of the United States would bring the first lady out and bring a fake first lady out. There's just, what was Donald Trump fucking? <laughs> I don't know what they're up to, but that wasn't Melania. She had like a Humpty Dumpty nose on. I saw the side by side. Like it was like, you know. Maybe she had a nose injury. It was like the nose, but it was like the nose attached to. (laughs) It was the nose attached to the glasses. It no, that wasn't her. It the hair, was, it wasn't. It was listen, not her. Let Melania live. Melania you know, lives matter. You know who used to have body doubles? Oh, um, uh, Saddam Hussein's son, uh, I, Uday or Kuse, we, one no, or the no, other. Don't know. No, no. Well, you don't know him anymore because he's dead. But, Michael uh, had him too. Uh, yeah, no, he had body. He had a body double. He actually like found him and like Donald made Trump him. did not bring a fake first lady out. He did. He did not. He, he did. did. That, that was not her. It wasn't her. People were sending that shit to my personal Instagram telling me I was a mess. Yeah. It was the same day the whole Hazel thing went on. I was like, that was a busy ass day for Hollywood Unlocked. <laughs> it was a All busy right. day. Anyway, was, so can yeah. we just talk about what Donald Trump has done since we're on the fucking orange Cheeto bitch? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he called the widow of a fallen soldier, and that's all in the headlines because apparently he... Made some comments. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it was one of the soldiers that was uh, killed in an attack in um, Niger. In Niger, and basically the um, it it's it said that he. You know what takes you forever to get these things out? 
You're just impatient today. No, because if we were talking about weed, dick, or somebody owing you money, you would be talking so goddamn fast. <laughs> and today we're talking about some shit that you sound like you. Do She's not building want to talk up about. the story. Jason. She only came here today to talk shit about Hazel. Is she don't <laughs> care about nothing else? We were going to cancel the show. This bitch said, "Nope, we got a lot She's of shit to talk about." Building up the show for people who may not be this up to date, okay. like myself. Okay, this ain't, this ain't pre-com. This is get it Hold the on. fuck out. Hold on one second here. One, <laughs> you talked more about that shit than I did. That's number one. Number two, haven't gone back. <laughs> to that number three next week i'm going to get some dick so i want to make sure we had a show in the can see, thanks very much see how fast she's talking now exactly when she's talking about some dick <laughs> <laughs> i told on myself and the only reason why the only reason why i spent more time talking about it is because of the angle i took today but you blah, came blah, locked blah, and loaded blah, 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 blah. you came locked and loaded today uh anyways okay so one of the soldiers that was killed in niger um good job yeah trump basically told her his widow um this is what he signed up for so he was less than sympathetic and let let's be clear the soldier was black on a good note there's been a gofundme page set up for the children of the widow and the you know the mark was like five thousand dollars they've made five hundred thousand dollars for the kids college funds and you know basically just taking care of them but you know trump is a fucking asshole He's just, he's an asshole and we should stop expecting him to be anything other than what he is. He has introduced himself the way the you the know way really to, is. the way he really is mm-hmm. and we should stop being surprised by I hope that he gets found guilty of something illegal and put in prison and gets butt fucked. That's what I want to happen to him. I, you know what? I'm not co- mad at that. I co-sign that. I'm really not mad at that. Cuz you're you're not supposed to wish death <laughs> upon people so I, I've been like trying to not yeah. do that. I but that try- I can go with. I ain't trying to have the IRS and every other federal agency looking at my shit, but if Sydney <laughs> Starring him can get in a cell and get fucked. <laughs> I would be happy. Hey, you know what's so crazy? It's probably like imagine probably like all the people, like the security and the CIA, the people that work for him, that be who, like who put their lives on the line, and they'd be like this motherfucker. Yes, sir. I well, suspect. Ge- well, they, sir? I suspect the majority of them hate him. Well, General Kelly, and they want to look the other way. General Kelly did come in. The chief of staff did speak up and say that he was there when the phone call was made, and that's not what happened. He said, and this guy is pretty respected. What he said was that he said, your son was where he wanted to be with who he wanted to be and died doing what he wanted to do. And But he prefaced all that with saying he knew what he was signing up for, so he had the courage is basically what he was saying. And General Kelly's perspective, whose son has also died in the line of duty, thought like, it's hella fucked up that this is this death of this soldier has become overly politicized. Because, you know, also in the car was the congresswoman mm-hmm. who went out and said what she thought about the phone call. And then even was caught on camera saying, oh, wow, you think I'm a celebrity now? Like, it's really out of control. Mm-hmm. She's another little black coon with that little cowboy hat trying to, <laughs> trying to be cool like Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters is from Watts. Mm. Bitch, you can't do what Maxine does. <laughs> no, you can't. Auntie Maxine is our, they ain't going to let yeah. two aunties. And this one, Mm-mm. she thinks she's going to be Auntie Maxine. This is like your old-ass grandma who want to be cool. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, son, nah. <laughs> no. Okay. All these people are fucked up. Oh, Rest in peace Barack. to soldiers. Rest Fame is a hell of a drug. I'm Fame is a hell of a drug. But Barack Obama, speaking to him, him and uh, George Bush have both come out and, and speaking against Bush, which yeah. is the first time I've ever seen. Trump. Trump. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry mm-hmm. about Trump. So Bush and, and Obama have come out and spoken against him. I've never seen but, former presidents come out yeah, and attack. Me neither. Because there's never been a need to. Yeah, but the thing about Barack, he knew how to he knew how to throw shade, but subliminally. Mm-hmm. Yes. But where people get it and pick it up. Yeah. Because he's intelligent. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people realize how smart Barack Obama was mm-hmm. and is until yeah. they saw Trump's dumbass. That's mm-hmm. right. And That's think right. about the whole world is like looking at us like we're a fucking joke. They do. <laughs> We're in, said, a, we're in a we're we're a global embarrassment. 
I'm not going to throw myself into that. I'm Canadian. Nah, son. You live in LA. <laughs> Still got a Canadian passport. Okay, well, listen. As much as I love our viewers, I just don't want to talk anymore. Okay. Okay, well. <laughs> you want to go get some sushi right now. <laughs> no, I have sushi out because you can't have too much sushi because too much fish uh, will make you sick. Yeah, too much mercury, right? Yes. Yeah, too much fish. Too much. It's, it's the mercury concept. Pussy, fish, whatever. Anyways, whatever. Okay. Right. Well, hopefully we have a show to come back to next year. Or, sorry, next year. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I'm tired too. But yeah, hopefully come we on, have a show to Dijon. come back yeah, ne next week because, you know, there's the impending threat of, you know, nuclear war. Well, you can come back and tell us how good the dick was. I can't wait. I can't You're gonna, wait. Okay. You, should just okay. release, you should release a porno. What? Oh man, no. that shit with ooh, Settle that shit. Down. No, I'm about to be on your side and say okay. no, Jason. She shouldn't. Because I'm classy, motherfucker. Yes. She's going to give I, us. Listen, I we are going to be blessed enough for her to do her shoot for her birthday. I'm going to go make a porn I this saw, week. I but saw some. No one's going to see it other right. than me and him. I've seen some classy porn before. Mm -hmm. She can have some. Classy what does classy porn. porn look like? Girl, like all right, <sighs> he don't nut in your face. All slow motion and shit. <laughs> Is leg that what, crossed over? Yeah. Like, what? like when she's on the side, the legs crossed over. He's on the like I'm on the back. Not me. Wait, but. can I tell you that I watched a porno the other day that I won't lie. <laughs> I was really upset. It what? made me upset. Why? <laughs> because Why? it was this fine ass Spanish boy uh -huh. with this ugly ass old fat white man and I was thinking why what? can't I find that motherfucker so I'm like online trying to research what company produced this porn <laughs> you're hilarious what's, in the, beginning, what, in what's the, end. the year because if it was more than three years old he could look different so yeah. I'm looking at Facebook man I was really upset Hey, I, okay before we talk about porn I, you wanna know what I looked at last night what, what? I have found this new obsession with um, <laughs> oozing female ejaculation you mean squirting? No, 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 no. Speaking of squirting, my friend AJ, who's listening wait, to the show. No, wait, let me finish. He just texted me and he had a squirter drench him in his house. Once. <laughs> no, it's when the girls get really, really wet, but it start look like spider webs, like really oozy. I love that shit. All right, y'all have a good night, y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>